to variants episode number six of... Brutal Battle. So we've done a few of these variants. I don't remember when the last time was that we did one. The last one I remember us doing was the um, Chocolate Rain one oh, by the, the last one? I'm not sure that was the last one. That's the last one, last one I remember. I remember that one and I remember the Black Tuesday box. Yes, but I don't know if we did that as a variance episode or if we did that as its own. I don't yeah. remember, but we're doing another one of those. Actually, that may have come out before this episode, so I don't know. We'll see. We either already did one or we're going to do one of uh, the other Black Tuesday box because apparently that's a thing. Well, with this episode, it's more of the brewery beer stuff, so this is kind of a Brewery Society beers episode. It's a variance episode, all that, so it's kind of too thrown into one, but we have plenty of brewery beers because of the Reserve Society, so we'll have a few of those type episodes, and it's fun because it's one fun base beer with stuff done to it. So uh, we're going to have four beers for this one. All of these are 750 milliliter because it's Tart of Darkness variants, and Tart of Darkness only comes in 750 milliliters by the brewery. Um, I'd like to see that change. Like, I'd like to see them put everything in 16-ounce cans, but I think that... It's just so much more approachable. Yeah, well, yeah. And I'm not so sure that, at least now, that it's a good idea, because with all the pandemic stuff going on, I hear that cans are a little bit hard to get anyway, so might not be all that feasible. But anyway, I'm excited for this episode because I'm a fan of Tarta Darkness. I believe this was the very first sour stout I ever had in my life was Tarta Darkness, straight up Tarta Darkness. Many years ago, fell in love with it immediately. The idea of a sour stout was so foreign and weird to me, but so tasty once I got into it. Um, so, yeah. So, we don't have a base Tarted Darkness for this episode. We do just have variants of it. And if you want to hear what we had to say about just a straight-up Tarted Darkness, we did an episode kind of recent-ish sometime in 2020, I believe, that we had one that was, I don't know, like six or seven years old in the bottle. All you need to do is go to our website, BrutalBattle.com, and just search in the search function, Tart of Darkness. You'll find that episode. So, there. You'll know what the base beer's like, but aged. So, And all of these are aged to some degree as well. So, we'll talk about that when we go through them. So, let's start with the first one, which is the most simple of the four. And that is Tart of Darkness with Black Currants. Uh, this is from 2018, so it's been in the bottle about two years at the moment. It is a sour stout aged in oak barrels with black currants added. And the ABV on it is, where is the ABV? 6.2. Okay. So very, very low, very approachable. And, oh yes, I should say, not technically the brewery. It's their Sour Arm Brewery Teru. So, yeah. Let's get into this. I'm excited. I've never had this one, by the way. This is the first time mm. I'll be trying this variant in particular. Uh, I think the only ones I've had before... Well, I'll talk about it when we get to it. One of the ones we were having on this... Actually, two two of the variants we're having on this episode I have had before. One is... And then there's one beer that's kind of a further taken version of one of those. And then there's this one, which I've never had before. So, But I'll... I'll tell you guys about those when we get to them. All right. And let's take a look. Okay. Does it just look like a straight up stout? Yes, it does. 
Yep. It's got it's got a little color. It's got a little color around the outside. If you if you can see around the edges, there's a little bit of a reddish to it, like reddish brownish. And there's a little it looks like it's like a brownish. Yeah, brownish with a little bit of color to the head. Interesting. Okay, there's a decent amount of head hanging out on top because we poured agitated. It's very oaky. Yeah, man, there's so much wood in that. That's crazy. It's a lot of wood, but there's also... Okay, I get one thing I don't like, which is this very slight... It's very slight and it's on the end. It's like a slight green olive yes. type smell. I hate that smell yeah. so much. I smell it too. I don't mind it because I like rough. black olives. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's a lot of oak up front. Then it's got that green olive in the background. There is... there. It, it, there's definitely a little bit of a tartness on the nose. And there's a little bit of a funkiness. And there is a little bit of a fruit. But I don't think I'd be able to pick out the I know. Fruit. I agreed. I was going to say the same thing and say there's some sort of fruit. But I can't yeah. suss out what it is. It also smells a little bit earthy. You know, maybe that's coming a lot from the oak. The oak. But... There's this earthy note to it that's that's kind of making it smell like kind of like unclean, uh, uncleaned mashed fruit, in, including like a few sticks and all the the skins yeah. and seeds and all that. So a little bit tannic as well, which I mean, sometimes you can get from the wood. I think, I think it smells good. I like the smell until it gets to that olive, and then I don't like it. So every time I finish, like, I start sniffing it, and it starts really good, and then I finish it, and I'm like, I hate that smell. So, yeah. So you already tried it. Your thought? It's very soft for what I thought it was going to be. It's not as tart as I thought it was going to be. Mm-mm. Yeah, it is. Well, and a lot of that probably comes from the oak. That oak aging will kind of round out a lot of the sharp edges on sour beer sometimes. Just kind of like, that's what happens with those, um, the Flemish reds. Uh, as opposed to the browns, like the Oud Bruins, those are more, I think those are like stainless steel done. And so they're more sharp on the edges, they're more tart sour. Whereas the, um, the Flanders reds have had some oak time, so it kind of rounds things out. And I think that's probably what's going on here. So, like, there is that tartness to it, almost like low-level sour. But then at the end, it kind of just, like, trails off and gets soft. I don't know if I'm picking up on any of the black currant. It just tastes like a sour stout. Yeah, it just tastes like a sour stout with fruit. Yeah. Like we were saying on the nose, like, there's a fruit there. We can't tell what the fruit is. I'm not I'm not getting a ton of the fruit, though. Mm-hmm. I taste the fruit. I definitely taste the fruit. It's it's like, it's making it more robust. You know what I mean? Like, it's making, it's giving extra depth to that tartness. It's not just a tartness. It's like there's, there's body behind it. There's some sort of, like, like, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Like, body, but there's also, like, actual, like, fruit behind it. You know, if you would just taste, like, just taste something that's just sour, like putting like lemon yeah. juice on your tongue versus biting into something that's sour, but also has a fruit, like a fruit yeah. flesh to it. 
it's that differentiation for me. So that's how I know that fruit's in there. So for me, it's, I feel like I'm perceiving it, but I can't tell what it is. But then also in all fairness, when was the last time I had black currants? Right. <laughs> you know, like I, I can't really look for that cause I'm not super familiar with it. Hmm. I, overall, this is better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it is. It's actually, weirdly enough, kind of sessionable. Yeah, it is. Not just because of the alcohol, because alcohol is very sessionable at 6.2. But for a sour, it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I am getting some fun buildup, but... I like it because a lot of the sour beers by the brewery are just so intense. Yeah. Like, rip your face off sour. And this is definitely... Um, a little more subtle. This is really pleasing to me. I like this a lot. It's, it does, it, I'm not getting any of, like I get sometimes with sour stouts, like a, a roasty, you know, like chocolatiness to it or, you know, ashiness. I'm not getting any of that. It's just more heavy mouth feel, more depth of flavor. It's nice. More malt to really back up the sourness. Mm-hmm. I, I dig it. And there's a lot of oak coming through in the flavor, too, which is quite nice for me. I like this. I like this one quite a bit. This is a good start. This is a it very is a good, good start. start. I'm dreading. I was like, oh, gosh, I'm not going to like any of these. Well, and and if it starts like this, it could get even better because yes. the beers coming have a little extra to them. So let's just go ahead and get to the second one now. And this one is one year older than the previous one and has one more ingredient than the previous one. So it's kind of like the one up. Um, it's not going to keep going like that, though. Just yeah, so we can't know. keep that up. <laughs> they didn't keep adding more and more and more as they did other variants. Sorry. Uh, but for this instance, that's what's going on. This is also in a 750 milliliter bottle. I don't know if I said it. All of them are. They've never put Tarted Darkness in cans or anything. So all 750 milliliter bottles. So this one is the Tart of Darkness with Raspberry and Cacao. Sour stout aged in oak with raspberries, cacao nibs, and vanilla beans added. And it is 7.1%. Okay. So. Oh. Some stuff flew out of it. Oh, this must have had some packing around it at some point. So it was like under the bottle cap. Oh, like little styrofoam pieces? Yeah. It's like, what is this flying out of here? Anyway. All right. Pouring this one. From Milady. A little for you, Rebecca. Okay, thank you. And you can start talking about what is it looking like? Well, it's dark. Looks As like you a, would assume. Looks like a stout. Probably like the last one, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Looks like stout. Can't really see through it. It's got a decent amount of head sticking around. Really large bubbles on the head that's chilling there. Just smells sour. It smells sour and it smells horrible to me because it smells like green olives. Oh, you think so? And it doesn't just smell a little bit like green olives. It smells like yeah, it insanely like green olives to me. I really hope I don't taste that because if I do, I might really hate the beer because I hate green olives. I think there's like just a nondescript fruit. There is. A, yeah, there's. A there's fruit. no way I would pick out raspberry though. So you know how I recently talked about kind of like that kind of like dirty fruit smell in beers? Yeah. Where it's very earthy, but it's also like, it's like a little bit funky. It's a little bit earthy. It smells a little bit 
musty, dirty, and it's usually kind of what I associate with getting all of that fruit. Like, you're getting the seeds mashed in there and the skins and some twigs and, you know, stuff like that. Like, I have that type of smell going on in there that's kind of coming together with that green olive and smelling not good at all, honestly. Yeah. To me, it's... It's a terrible nose. Not super inviting. I do get some oak, though. As I sniff it more, I get a little bit of an oak kind of showing through, and that's kind of the only note note in the nose that I'm actually enjoying. So, I hope it doesn't taste like this, but let's go in. You look perplexed. Oh, okay, so, nose versus flavor, very different, thankfully. (laughs) Thankfully, oh my gosh, thankfully. Initially, it was very drying to me. Right. Ooh. I feel like the sourness hits you harder in this one than it did in the last one. And then it's like drying and then phlegmy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. I'm not I'm not getting the vanilla. Yeah. At least after I've taken two sips now, yeah, I'm not perceiving any vanilla. I'm perceiving what you were saying about kind of like nondescript fruit something yeah. in the nose. I am getting that. Chocolate? I'm not not getting that. Hmm. I mean, the sour is very strongly sour. It's very... Yeah, I like the last one better. Yeah, it just, it cuts through everything like it's like a strong lemon sourness to it. So it's actually not, it's not doing many favors for the beer. Now, taking into account that this is three years old, but also... I have to say that I had gotten two of these bottles initially, and I had consumed one of them fresh. And I do remember it being kind of like this. You know, I may have gotten a little bit more of, like, some of the other flavors back then, but it was pretty similar, in my opinion. And I wasn't a huge fan of it then, but I was wondering, you know, maybe my palate's a little bit different. Maybe I had eaten something before it that changed my perception of it. Maybe I, you know, maybe it just gets better with age. I don't know. But yeah, I don't really like it. I'm going to need a little bit of extra time with it. I don't hate the beer, but once again, how sour it is and how lemony sour it is, it just cuts down so many other flavors in it. Yeah. Hmm. I do feel like I'm tasting to a certain degree, much less than in the nose, though, that kind of like dirty earthiness I was talking about, but also a little bit of that green olive. A little yeah, bit of that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. As I continue to sip it, I am tasting more of the fruit coming through, though. The yeah, sourness, not, the sourness does just, settle down a little as your palate yeah, is acclimating, it, but it's still... It's still there, though. Yeah, it's still a bit of a problem, so... To me, it's just too, it's too sour for my liking. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, definitely not not nearly as good as the first one. The first one was the high point. This is dipping really low down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the next one that we're going to have, actually, I, ha- I also had that one fresh before. And I remember really liking it. Mm. So, hopefully that holds Find true. Because there is some age on it, I believe. So... We'll just get right into it. And beer number three is Tart of Darkness with Cherries and Vanilla. 
And the vintage on this one is 2016. So this one's actually been in the bottle for four years now. Oh, wow. I don't know how that's really going to affect it. I'm assuming the vanilla may have fallen out all the way. I hope not. Um, the cherries will probably be pretty prominent, though. And this one is, what's the ABV? Seven. So, yeah. And I had, when we first bought this, we got a few bottles of it. And I remember drinking it and quite liking it. So, hopefully, that is still the case. I'm excited. And this is our last bottle of this run of Tarted Darkness Cherries and Vanilla. I think they've done it pro uh, after this um, batch. I'm not 100% sure. I think they did do it again, though. But we'll see. What does it look like? You don't have to wait for me. Yeah. You can start. It's dark, but as you were pouring, it kind of had like some red red <clears throat> hue to it. Oh, did it? I thought so. Oh, interesting. Oh, because you were like watching the stream of it coming yeah. in. Interesting. Well, I mean, that would make sense if there's cherries. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah, if you get it like around the edges, just right in the light, you can see like a reddish. Man, it smells so tart. Ooh. I smell a lot of wood, though, too. I'm just getting, like, tart and, like, Ooh. lemon. Yeah, there is a lemony tartness on there. There's a softness in the nose, too, though. Ooh. Part of that from that, that oaky woodiness that yeah. I'm smelling. I'm getting a lot of that, and I really like that smell. I'm not getting any cherry or vanilla. I do get a little cherry, I will say. I do get a little cherry. I, I can't say that I really get the vanilla... I do get, this is weird, I get a slight raisin. Hmm. Do you get a slight raisin in there? No. It's like the smell of a raisin, but also with a little bit of like a raisiny sweetness in the nose. So there is a bit of a sweetness to it. I'm just very glad that it smells nothing like the last one, because <laughs> the last one was, we dumped that bottle. That was not good. That was not a good time, but this is smelling a lot better. Ooh, ooh, I taste the vanilla. You do? Yes, up front. It was actually like the first thing that hit my oh, really? palate. Yeah, which is very surprising because you'd think the first thing would be the sourness. But it's weird because it was like a vanilla oak sour. I'm getting the oak. I'm getting, to me, it's just sour. I totally get that vanilla. Oh, that's good. It's really nice. And yeah, my second sip up front. I'm not wow. getting it. I really dig that. Mm. You're going to need a few sips to really... I know. I'm trying to sip on it and acclimate my palate. I get, um, I get a fruitiness to it. I'm not sure I would fully know cherry because, yeah, it is a significant sourness in there. Yeah. Obviously, it starts to kind of calm down as you take more sips. I'm on my fourth sip. And it's definitely calming down a lot, but it's still, it's actually giving me like a little bit of like an acidic tickle in the back of my throat, which is interesting. And then also building phlegm around yeah. like the outsides of my tongue and in the back of my throat. Definitely building phlegm. I'm definitely getting more fruit as I'm drinking it more. Yeah. Are you getting the vanilla yet? No. Oh man, that sucks. I hope you eventually get it because I'm getting the vanilla with it and I really love that there's that vanilla note coming through. 
And I kind of felt like, like I said, it was not going to after four years yeah. sitting there That's great. in the bottle. Hmm. That's good. I really like that. Yeah, once again, I don't know if I'd be able to be like, that's cherry, if yeah. I didn't know what it was. I would never be able to pick out cherry. But we would talk about fruit. We may even yeah. say, you know, stone, stone fruit. fruit. A dark fruit. <laughs> yeah, dark fruit, for sure. But, um... The mouthfeel is kind of low. I think of the three, this seems like it has the thinnest mouthfeel to me. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. That's fine. Uh, it's it's relatively smooth once you get past that mm-hmm. sourness. Because it's, it's sour and a little bit rough and smooth mouthfeel-wise at the same time. I think I still like the first one the best. Decent amount of wood coming through still. It's interesting because the wood and the vanilla are going together, like, at the same time. Like, when I taste the the vanilla, I taste the wood. Um, And it's kind of like the wood enrobed in vanilla Mm. is how I taste it. Mm. I like that. Good. I'll need more time with this to decide if I like it more than the black currant one, but they're close for me. I will say that. I like the black currant one more. They're both really good. And then we have to see um, the next one. And the next one's actually a kind of a kicked up version of this. And it's fresher. So we'll have to see what that translates to. And the fourth beer is Tart of Darkness Cherry and Vanilla. And this one is a sour stout aged in rum barrels with cherries and vanilla. This is a 2019 beer. So it's just one year in the bottle at this point. And it is the highest ABV of all of these at 10.5%. Well, I mean, the rum barrels. Yeah. You know, whenever you have that spirit barreling, it's going to bump that uh, up pretty high. Because I think the the highest one was like 7.1 or something other than that. So this is a pretty big jump. A more than three percentage jump. So I'm uh, very interested in getting into this one. I've never had this version of the cherry and vanilla before. So, super excited. Oh, and something that Rebecca had commented on before we started recording. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, the difference in the labels. Yeah, they change labels. Yeah. So, so the other three were all have, like, the same style of labeling, and then this last one is a, a new variant. And breweries do that. Like, every now and then they do their, they want to rebrand their labels, you know, kind of make them look newer, fresher. And it just so happens in 2019, that's what the brewery decided to do. And so. that was, is that for all of the beers across the board or just the brewery um, tear, tear you line? I think for all of them across the board, actually. Yeah. I think all of them, they, they made a change. It's just, it's, it looks more modern. It looks a little more sleek. It's, you know, a little more simplistic in certain areas. So, yeah. Anyway, what's it look like? It's dark. Yeah, a little, little reddish-brownish around the edges. Um, got a decent amount of head sticking around, I'd say, with a mixture of small and medium and large bubbles hanging out. Let's see if it has any legs on it. A uh, little bit. A little bit because of the higher ABV. All right, what do you smell? Rum. Yeah, Jesus. A lot of rum. It's presenting to me as... Like spicy... Yeah, I definitely get that spice character you're talking about. It's smelling a little bit astringent, almost kind of like a cleaning agent. 
which I believe is the rum. It's just I'm not used to smelling rum in beers because I haven't had that many rum barrel-aged beers. It smells like brown browned butter. Actually, that's a very good point. I do smell that. That's so weird to smell that in a beer. That's a really good uh, call. Yeah, the brown butter, which I'm assuming is probably coming from a, a combination of the rum and the wood of the barrel coming through a lot because once I dig a little bit more into that brown butter smell, I am smelling at the end of it like a woodiness, like the oakiness from the rum barrel. It smells it smells good. It smells slightly tart. It doesn't yeah, smell not, sour. Not much. It doesn't smell like I mean, you would agree that the the last one we had, the the cherries and vanilla straight up, that was the most sour. Of all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. This smells nowhere near that. So, this smells good. It's good. It doesn't taste real sour at all. Hmm. Yeah, there's a low level. There's a tartness to it. It's maybe like a medium tartness, I'd say. It's not quite at the sour level. Yeah, it's like a medium tartness going on there. You definitely get the rum barrel. Yeah. There's a decent rum character. And this has vanilla in it? Yeah. I'm not getting the vanilla. Cherries and vanilla. I get the cherry, but as like a nondescript kind of fruit. fruit. Yeah. Um, You mainly get the rum. The rum is very, very, very present. I like that. It is good. It does, like you were saying on the nose, has that little bit of like a spiciness to it from the rum. That is cool. I'm getting a good woodiness from it. I get a little bit of like an ashiness from the base of the sour stout. Yeah, it's soft. Yeah, it's it's easy to drink. Yeah, it's it's and it I dangerous don't, probably. Yeah, I don't. I would not guess it's 10%. ten percent. Ten ten point five. Ten point five. Ten and a half. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't guess that at all. No, I mean, I get a little bit of like an alcohol tickle in the back of my throat, but it's not super significant, and it certainly does not taste like. No, I mean, it tastes like kind of the other ones, maybe a little bit higher than the other ones, but. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get the vanilla at the moment. No. Maybe that'll come out much later, but I think the rum kind of beats the vanilla down a lot. Because the rum is a lot more present than I was expecting it to be in the beer. But it's good. It tastes really good. I think I think the, um, the rum barrels really kind of uh, sanded down the rough edges of sourness. So it's, you know, like we said, it's not sour. It's mainly just kind of tart at the moment. Okay, quite good. So, now it's time to rank it. What, how, one to four, how are you going to put this? Hmm. Okay. This is tough for me. That's my order. Okay, go ahead and, okay, so your order is, number four is the Tart of Darkness with raspberry and cacao. My number three is the Tart of Darkness with cherries and vanilla. Mm-hmm. My number two is the Tart of Darkness, cherry and vanilla, Asian rum barrels. And your number one. My number one is just the black currants. Yep. Okay. So mine's different. And I'm starting to get a little phlegm building up now. Yeah. Because I took enough sips. So my number four is the same. It is the Tart of Darkness, raspberries and cacao. That actually is not good. 
it does not taste good. We like I said, we ended up dumping it when we were. Yeah, off I wonder what it would have been like fresh. I remember having it fresh and not liking it. So oh, and it's not just, liking it. It just didn't work out. It did not work out. That one was not good. Um, I'm going to put number three as the Tarted Darkness Cherry and Vanilla, the one aged in rum barrels. That's my number three. Okay. But let me be clear. The difference between the number three and the four spot in here is insanely large. <laughs> then at my number two slot, I'm going to put the Tarted Darkness with Black Currants. I thought that was really good, way better than I expected it to be, and it kind of it edges out the rum barrel one because I felt like the flavors were more robust in that one than the one with the rum barrel that we're drinking right now because I like how easy this one is, but I wanted more sour type flavors. I wanted more fruit type flavors, and yeah, I feel I like the black currant one really delivered on yeah, that. Yeah, the black currant one was really good. And then my number one is the Tarte of Darkness, just with the cherries and vanilla. I thought that was excellent. I drank that whole bottle because Rebecca, because I didn't like by it by myself because Rebecca didn't really like it. And as I kept drinking, like the vanilla became even more prominent, and that that marriage of the vanilla and the cherries with that like sour stout base was really good. That's an excellent beer. So I actually think, for me personally, the rum barrel aging's a downgrade hmm. on the beer. But it's still good, obviously. It's still very good. So we like it. So our sixth variance episode, how do you feel about it? It's good. It's fun. It's interesting to kind of have the same base beer and then kind of taste what can be done because it can taste very different. Yeah, definitely. And I will tell people as kind of a teaser... Um, we're done with doing the Tart of Darkness for a variant episode, but I did get the opportunity to purchase, we don't have it at the house yet, but we will get it in 2021, to purchase another variant of Tart of Darkness. Did I say Black Tuesday? I think I may have said Black Tuesday. Well, you Tuesday. said Tart of Darkness. Okay. Because I'm looking at Black Tuesdays as well. Anyway, so we got a variant of Tart of Darkness, and it's going, it sounds like it could be the best one ever. So we will have it on podcast I'll figure out in what way. It'll probably be like a Brewery Society beers episode. But it is Tart of Darkness, Cherries, and Coconut. And the coconut is toasted, which I feel gives more yeah, of more a coconut flavor. flavor in there. So yeah, it does. we are very excited for that one. It could end up being okay, the You're best. very excited for that. I'm. When I told you about it, you were excited. I'm, I'm like mildly excited. Oh, don't try and be a cool kid. I am. like... I don't like get excited about things. Everything's like whatever. No, man. I just it's just you know sour beers aren't really my thing, so I'm not like True. super excited yeah. for it. But I I'm I'm interested in trying it. But I do know that if they redo the Tart of Darkness Black Currants, I should get more, right? Yeah, I'd drink it again. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well this was awesome. Um, social media, the in- really Instagram. Instagram. That's basically brutal battle podcast. Brutal battle podcast on Instagram because Rebecca is very active with that. Do us a quick favor. Uh, give us ratings and reviews, Hope uh, most likely on iTunes. That is where it helps the most. But if you have other places you listen to this, if you can do ratings and reviews, do that. Word of mouth is a big thing, though. Go ahead and do that. And then if you want a tip, if you want to listen to older episodes, because our RSS feed only holds like the last 50 episodes, and we have like eight years worth, um, you can go to archive.org. And just search Brutal Battle there, and all the episodes are on there. Or just go to the website, BrutalBattle.com, and you can listen to them off the website, because obviously they're all there. So, just some options for everyone. But, we do appreciate people who have been listening. Old listeners, new listeners, we appreciate you all. So, thanks for checking this out, 
And until next time, keep it brutal. Brutal.